Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In today's sermon titled The Four A's of Rescue, Pastor Ed Young continues the series, The Rescue. This powerful message will deliver insightful teachings, drawing from the Book of Romans, to guide us in strategic approaches for living out our faith. This message is a practical tool geared to foster a deep connection with others, but also to create a transformative impact for Christ. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. In a crowd this size, I I would believe that, that there's a number of us who need to be rescued. You don't really know it, but you need desperately to be rescued. Ed, me? Drowning? You gotta be kidding me. Well, the Bible is littered with example after example of people who rescued other people. Because the Bible tells us from cover to cover that Christianity is to be spread one-on-one. One-on-one. Now, yeah, it's great when masses show up. I mean, we're, we're commanded to gather together. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 says, to worship God. And if we don't gather together at least weekly, we're not right with God. It's as simple as that. Also, if we're not on a passenger list, the manifest list of the fellowship, I'm talking metaphorically, we're not right with God. Because the church is called the body of Christ, and the Bible says everybody has members, members, so membership is talked about a lot, and we would love to have you aboard the fellow ship, a bunch of fellows rowing the ship in the right direction as we follow our captain, Jesus. And, and, and this ship always, always goes by a bunch of people who, who were drowning. So I've been challenging you corporately and also individually to toss the ring. The ring is the thing, and we've been saying the ring is Jesus. The hope is the rope. The rope is tied to the only thing Jesus ever built, the local church, I just described that. Then we have an opportunity to pull as we're rescuing people so the house will be full. This is the church, this is the ship. You have to be if you're a believer on the manifest. You've gotta be involved in this process, but where did this process take place? How can we learn really how to do this in my life? Because you know people I don't know, I know people you don't know. And in God's sovereignty and his supernaturalness, he has placed you and me in the paths of people that only we 
can influence. Now, when I say we, it's God, because this is a part of our arsenal. We're carrying around the key to life. We're carrying around the answer. We have that. You have it and I have it. All we are tasked to do is throw the ring. We do the throwing, God does the towing. One day Jesus, that's right, one day our Savior was walking through the dusty streets of Samaria. And I love, I'm sorry, Jericho. I love what the Bible says. The Bible says in Luke chapter 19, verses one through three, that Jesus was walking through Jericho. He was literally, you'll see it there, passing through. Say that with me, passing through. Isn't that true, we're just passing through? And the question is, do you have a ticket? I mean, that's a, that's a serious question. No matter how good you do, good isn't good enough. One time, an owner of a professional football team, I've told you this before, gave me a ticket to sit in his box. It was not Jerry Jones, it was someone else. You're probably going about that was Jerry Jones. No, it wasn't. And I showed up to the stadium, and I had to show my ticket to all these security people. Level after level after level, just to get to the owner's box. They didn't care if I was a pastor. Well, really, who cares anyway? They didn't care that I've written books. What does that matter? They didn't care that I speak in front of a lot of people. They didn't, that stuff didn't matter. All they wanted to see was the ticket. And the ticket was given to me. I didn't deserve it. I don't even know the owner that well. My family does, I don't. It was given to me and I received it. I mean, I would have been a moron to have gone, no, I don't want to sit up in the box with Nolan Ryan and some ex-presidents and things like that. No, 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 I'll just sit this one out. No, you go like, yes, you can just, in the owner's box? Eating caviar while you're watching football? Yeah, yeah, so I didn't deserve it. It was about the ticket. Do you have a ticket? Well, what's the ticket? The ticket is God has sent Jesus Christ, the ring is the thing, to die on the cross for your sins to rise again. He's offering you like he offered me and he's offering all of us this ticket. We receive it, we're saved by grace through faith. Not by works so any of us could boast. So we're saved by grace through faith is something we don't deserve. And as Jesus is walking through Jericho, he's just passing through. In fact, this is probably the last time he ever walked through Jericho. And only God knows about time. Only God knows how much time you have left and I have left. Just this week we were just talking about obituaries. And we were reading through some people who passed, just arbitrary people, mentioned in the Dallas Morning News. And we were going, incredible, if you really think about it. Because a week ago, I doubt very many of those people thought, oh boy, my name is gonna be in the Dallas Morning News. And then I thought, I wonder when was the last time they had an opportunity to receive the ticket. And then I thought, and we were just discussing this, I wonder how many people were in their lives who had an opportunity to fling the ring who didn't. 
So Jesus is walking through Jericho. He's aware of the situation. People are pressing in on him. Jesus, Jesus, heal me, touch me. And then and, and the Bible says that he was aware of the situation. He was passing through and he had to pass through. And, and, and then the scripture keeps going. Look at Luke 19. It says, talking about Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So let's go back to Luke chapter 19, verse one. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through, that's what we're all doing, a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. You know the name Zacchaeus means the righteous one? He was a chief tax collector. I had to back up and kind of give you the context. And was wealthy. This is a really a story of contrast. Zacchaeus was a man, but he acted like a boy. Climbing a tree, what? A man climbing a tree? He, he was wealthy, but he was poor. He was alive, yet he was drowning, and Jesus saw the situation. A tax collector. I mean, a lot of people dislike the IRS. I, no, no, I don't hate the IRS, I'm just saying Zacchaeus, I mean, made the IRS look awesome. He was a Jew who worked for the Roman government, levied ridiculous taxes on his, on his fellow Jews, and then he took some for himself as well. They hated him. And for Jesus to even have an interaction with him is like, what? I mean, the crowd's going, this, 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 can't, this can't be right. So I, I'm just going to ask you, who is your Zacchaeus? The Bible says, so he ran ahead. The Bible says Zacchaeus. He ran ahead because he had a poor vertical jump. I can't see. I can't see. He had a poor vertical jump. So because he couldn't see, he goes, I'm going to climb up that tree. So he climbed up a sycamore tree. <laughs> Seek him more tree. Because at the end of this story, Jesus tells us, I've come to seek and save that which was lost. Anyway, I, I thought I'd throw that in. Anyway, so here's Zacchaeus hanging from a tree, looking at Jesus. This guy's pretty smart, isn't he? And you know the people even hated him worse. They're like, look at this idiot stealing from us. One of our, one of our boys. He's a traitor. And here's Jesus. Uh, is Jesus looking at Zacchaeus? What? This, this can't be right. So notice Jesus was aware of the situation. Crowd's pressing. What did he do? He saw Zacchaeus up in that sycamore tree. And the Bible says Zacchaeus wanted to see who Jesus was. I'm telling you, all of us have people in our lives who are hanging from the sycamore trees and they're wanting to see Jesus. They're in your neighborhood, I'm telling you. They're in that boardroom, at your apartment complex, at the school, on the team. Zacchaeus is 
wanting to see who Jesus is. Desperate to see who Jesus is. So often it's those simple steps of obedience that have the most profound effects and implications in your life and mine. Just a simple act of obedience, praying for people in your life that don't know the Lord, praying for opportunities to see them in the sycamore tree, praying for opportunities to say, I'm coming to your house today because metaphorically, think about Revelation 3.20, behold, I stand at the door and knock, Jesus said. So Zacchaeus on one hand was inviting Jesus into his house, yet Jesus stepped in and it was his house because of the life change that took place. This is powerful, man. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, The Four A's of Rescue, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message, The Four A's of Rescue. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Are you aware of your situation? Are you aware of what's going on in your body of water? Do you assess it regularly? Do you go, okay, God, what part do you want me to play today in the search and rescue? Are you taking action? Or are you working on your spiritual tan? Or are you just parked by the all-you-can-eat buffet on the cruise ship? with your spiritual pot belly so massive you can't even do the stuff because Christianity, the church, is a diet and exercise entity. And we have here Jesus passing through, Jesus being aware, Jesus assessing the situation, the crowd's pressing in on him, sees Zacchaeus, this reprobate, and says, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house today. Well, the people didn't like it. What? You're going to the house of a sinner? Jesus, come on. I mean, Zacchaeus of all people, you're going over to his house? One of the things that we forget about Jesus is that he was a friend of sinners. It's great that our best friends and our best friends should be believers. However, we have to remain intentional about building bridges 
to those people that are far away from God, those people who were drowning and don't even know it. Because a lot of people are drowning in your life and mine and they don't even know it as, a, as, as we've been talking. So, so Zacchaeus knew down deep that something wasn't right. He was wealthy, but, but notice, we're gonna find out, he didn't have wealth, wealth had him. And earlier, you know, Jesus went one-on-one with the RYR, rich young ruler. And you like that RYR? Sounds like a rapper, RYR. So Jesus went one-on-one with the RYR, and he said, hey man, you're rich, you're a trustafarian, I'm gonna challenge you to give it all away and follow me. Now, don't freak, guys. Jesus does not ask all of us to give everything away before we become a follower. This is the only instance in the Bible where Jesus challenged the guy to do that. Do that with me, one, two, three. Zacchaeus could probably have bought and sold the rich young ruler. What does he do? He has this power lunch, the first power lunch ever in scripture. You're talking about aftercare. So he steps up on his beautiful lanai and goes, this is Zacchaeus, I've changed. Jesus has changed my life. I've repented. And he gives all of this stuff away, all of this stuff to the poor and the needy and to help others. Look at verses eight and 10. Zacchaeus stood. So we know salvation is private and it goes public like that and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. Wow. This is a powerful story. Jesus, with those evangelistic eyes, Jesus being aware, Jesus assessing the situation, Jesus taking action, and then the aftercare of Zacchaeus. That's what, that's what we do. That's the business that we're in. I one time had the opportunity to, to share Christ with someone. And this person became a believer. It was a powerful moment in my life. And a couple of days later, he called me. He was like, Ed, um, I gotta tell you something. I, I made $400,000 a month ago. And he said, I, I didn't make it in an integrous way. This guy was a really big, powerful guy. He said, I really intimidated the money guy. He just gave me the 400 grand. He said, I just gave it all back. I said, you, his name is Phil, you Phil are a modern day Zacchaeus. Salvation has come to your house. Now, we're saved, we know this, by grace through faith, period. But Jesus also tells us that he will know his followers by the fruits we show. And, 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 and the, the last thing, I thought, I thought this, was, this was interesting. So, so I'm studying Luke 19, Zacchaeus, and I'm studying just the uniqueness of this interchange, and then I thought, I wonder what Jesus talked about after Zacchaeus. What did he do? Did, 
Did he take a vacation? Did he go to Cabo? Did he go, whoa, that was a IMA, an intensive ministry activity. No, he didn't say that. Do you know what he did? He tells a story. He tells a story as you continue reading in Luke 19 about accountability and responsibility. It's called the parable of the pounds. Not like that, but I'm talking about cash. And basically, the story is about God giving us what he's given us and us using it and leveraging it to share his message. And he's like, some people really do it, other people have it, and they don't do jack. What are you doing with what God has given you? What are you doing with what God has given you? What are you doing with your sphere of influence? What are you doing with the ring? What are you doing with your prayer life? Do you know a quick action step that we can all take? And I've been doing this some. Check this out. How many people in here go out to eat? If you go out to eat, lift your hand. Everybody. You have an opportunity to impact and influence someone for eternity just by going out to eat. How about your servers? Your servers come up to the table, you order, blah, blah, blah. The food comes. All you gotta do is say this, try this today. Hey, thank you so much for your help. I'm talking to the server. We're getting ready to eat. And before we eat, we're gonna ask God to bless it. Is there anything that you would like for us to pray for? Like in your life? You're not gonna believe what you'll hear. You're not gonna believe the opportunities you have to minister to people just by that simple question. And then, always leave a generous tip. At least 20%. 20%, that's right, 20%. <laughs> Evangelism is, hey, I would love to have you as a part of Fellowship Church or we have this service coming up or whatever, just, just invite people. But don't stop there when God gives you open doors and open windows, walk through them. Because when I was rescuing that guy with my friend, what were we doing? We were down on our knees. We had to get down on our knees to reach and pull him in the boat. I pray that many of you who are believers, hit your knees and begin to seriously pray for those Zacchaeuses in your life who are just hanging out in the sycamore, the sycamore trees looking for Jesus. I also pray for those of you here who are going to receive that ticket, the ticket to salvation. All you have to do is just let go of those poor flotation devices and grab the life ring. Take Christ's nail-scarred hand in your hand and you, my friend, 
will be rescued. Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message titled The Four A's of Rescue has deepened your understanding of the strategic approaches to sharing your faith and evangelistic discipleship found in the Book of Romans. It's our aim that this message has equipped you with practical insights for living out your faith and impacting others for Christ. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time for an incredible journey as Pastor Ed launches an empowering series titled Shame Off You, kicking off with a compelling message named The Shame Game. Prepare to discover the freedom Jesus offers from the chains of shame while uncovering the enemy's relentless attempts to keep us bound by it. This is a game changer you won't want to miss. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more enriching content and opportunities to be a part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless.